0: To our podcast, Med Family. I'm the host, Eric Acker, and as usual, I'm sitting next to Karen. Hey, guys. So, we don't exactly have our notes in order for this podcast, so we're going to kind of wing it. Uh, I guess to start off with, I just apologize that is, this is uh, being made on Wednesday, not published on Wednesday, like we have typically tried to do.
1: But uh, this internal med rotation has been challenging but like with anything else med school comes first and we learn how to flex and maneuver around everything <laughs> to get everything accomplished
0: yeah it's been pretty pretty packed rotation a lot of learning a lot of growth like i think i've said in all previous podcasts it's a grow through a little bit of pain and this rotation has definitely been a lot of pushing to know material and be able to recite it and not just recognize it by sight I still have some deficiencies I think I I need to work on but it's been a a pretty good rotation And, and so essentially this podcast is going to wrap up the rotation because usually we would do like oh I would do a podcast on Sunday night and talk about the previous week so the second week of our rotation but this rotation actually ended today because tomorrow we have a training and Friday the doctor is out of town so this was our last day of the rotation, so we're just going to completely summarize the entire, entire last week and a half, essentially, in this podcast.
1: Yeah, um, and then next week we'll be talking a little bit about um, the training that Eric's going to do this week, and they have an event on Saturday that we'll we'll talk
0: about. But yeah, we have a training, an event, and then yeah, we'll see how it goes from there. <laughs> I think I'm also, I, that one of the special projects I've been working on, the person said that he's available next week, so we'll see if we can record a little bit next week. It won't be next week's episode, but I think we might record it and edit it and go through the review processes that we typically go through and get, get it all set up, so hopefully that will be fun.
1: Yeah, so this week and last, Eric has been gone by 6.45, 7 in the morning and he gets back around 6 at night. It's been hard. I mean, this week I think has probably been the most difficult because it was a shortened week. So, instead of having presentations every other day, they basically had a presentation every day, which meant one we didn't record on Tuesday like planned because we were Eric was doing, prepping for a presentation, and two <laughs> we didn't get to bed at a reasonable time at all this
0: week. So, yeah, like Sunday we, we were prepping mm-hmm. Sunday night for Monday's presentation. And I think I stayed up until about 3 o'clock in the morning, which has been the latest I've ever done, so far this entire rotation. And so we presented on Monday, and we felt pretty good about ourselves. Like we we got it done, and I think both me and Matt, who's my my other my partner, uh, we both like oh thank God it's done. We can sleep in a little bit tomorrow. We go to bed early tonight. You know whatever it is, and then you know we have a normal day of clinic and rotations, <laughs> and then we can pr- prepare. You know Tuesday night to prepare uh, for our Wednesday presentation, but at the end of Monday, Dr. Longboy was like, "Anemia is a large topic. We'll start it tomorrow." And so <laughs> it was like, "Oh, nuts! Okay, I guess we gotta <laughs> I guess we gotta crack open the books again and get back to work."
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny. Eric came home and he's like, "So nothing is going as planned." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, well, nothing went as planned today either." So we ordered in and <laughs> and Eric got to cracking. Um, you did better Tuesday, I think you were done by midnight. So, but all of that to say, it's been a crazy busy week. <laughs> it's been yeah. a crazy busy rotation but i think it's been a good rotation and i think you've been learning a lot it's
0: it's probably one of the best rotations to be honest um i was even saying it the other day in in clinic because we we kind of constantly are asked for some feedback by um dr lomboy's wife I, i always have a hard time knowing what to call her because she's also a doctor she's a doctor and nurse practitioner and she you know works as a nurse practitioner at the office so it's is it Dr. Lomboy and Mrs. Dr. L- <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Dr. Lomboy? I don't know how to do that. Anyway, but she was asking some feedback, and I was saying that it, it feels like, you know, it's been about three weeks, you know, two and a half, and I feel like I've learned about 12 weeks of material in, in two and a half weeks. And they actually used to, I think before COVID and all that fun jazz hit this area, they used to do six weeks with students and go even more in depth on topics and have even bigger presentations. So I don't know. Well, I was told that and I, don't know, I don't know if that was like, Hey, count yourself lucky, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> saying it's three o'clock in the morning. It's nothing. It's like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. Everyone that I have talked to that has had a rotation with Dr. Longboy has, has said it has prepared them very well for the shelf. And as a, preceptor, that's what makes you a good preceptor, right? Is that your students go on to succeed and that's, that's good.
0: And I think that's why I volunteered. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I volunteered to do this. Volunteered. He requested. requested. (laughs) It's not volunteered. Yeah. It's not like you're, who wants to go to the, you know, who wants to be fed to the wolves. It (laughs) it was more of a, Hey, I want, I want this rotation. Like there's, I think typically most students end up in internal medicine, either with Dr. Shakurapa or Dr. Lomboy, and they're both very good, and they both, you know, will make you work. There's really no, (laughs) there's no way you get out of it without working. I think I've heard of one or two students who've somehow avoided both of them, but they're both great preceptors. I chose Dr. Lomboy just because there was a a large variety of what he does, and Dr. Shagrapa does also have a pretty big variety as well, but um, I think I just... I heard that he was just such a challenge, and I kind of wanted to take on that challenge. I wanted to uh, just see how I would measure up, essentially. Um, I don't know how high I'm measuring up, to be completely honest, but it, it's been definitely a, a really big learning curve, and I think I've, I've I come out of, I've come out of this three weeks a much better student than I was three weeks ago, and I, I was leaving the hospital's rotation thinking that, my little presentation on how to treat someone who shows up in the ER with congestive heart failure was a, a really good thing and I was so smart for knowing it and uh, I got blown out of the water on all our presentations because like the, the details that we knew we we got pressed for more details and like it wasn't just oh yeah you just give them liquid you know you give them fluid IV fluid or you give them Lasix it was like how much Lasix do you give what's the what's the you know do you, what labs do you order which what are you looking for in that lab and so there's a lot of extra details that was really kind of demanded that maybe some of that won't be like on the shelf because you know you won't be asked on the shelf oh is a CBC going to give you what uh, you're going to get that later on in probably residency so it's not necessarily something that's going to pay you pay you off right away it's something's going to pay you off down the road but i mean of course there's the other reason why i, I asked to be with Dr. Lombo, is that he is, he is the chair for internal medicine for our school's core. So I have been considering and am currently considering doing internal medicine. So when I made my request with that in mind, I wanted to be with a preceptor who the letter of recommendation was probably needed. Like, there's a, there's a, a recommendation that if you want to go into a certain field, you should Get a lot of recommendation for the chair of that particular field so like i was with dr Das, and dr Das is actually the pediatrician um chair of the, the the core chair for pediatricians or pediatrics i'm sorry i i don't want to go into pediatrics i just got lucky and got i got the, the chair and in uh, surgery I'm supposed to be with Dr. Rogers for six weeks. We'll see if that changes or not, but he's the chair for surgery, so uh, I'm going to probably be made the work a lot the next few weeks and obviously this last week. But anyway, my whole point is essentially if you have a feeling that you might want to do something in medicine, um, it's good to maybe put that request out there that you want to be rotating with the chair for that core. That way, when they... When it comes time for letter letter writing time, you don't, you're not asking someone who's never met you or evaluated you to write a letter.
1: Right. And I mean, you can make the request, but that doesn't mean you'll, you'll get it. I mean, obviously like we made the request for cardiology. We didn't get the We didn't get to follow a cardiologist. We worked it around that Eric can follow the cardiologist during his online portion, but like that's something that we had to, well, not we, Eric had to do himself is to put himself out there and try and get that a week to follow, just so that he could have that experience that he wanted.
0: Yeah, and this was the first rotation. I mean, we, all my most of my other rotations have had some hospital component. Uh, this is one of the first ones I've had that actually included writing hospital notes and having some pretty direct patient interaction. I, I think with my internal medicine with the pulmonologist with uh, Dr. Morales. I had some patient contact, and but I was kind of the gopher in a sense, which is, I think, what most medical students get to do. In this particular uh, rota- rotation, my experience with the hospital is I, I got to go in, talk to the patients before Dr. Lomboy got there. I got to do whatever exams I wanted to do, talk to the nurses, and then start writing my note. And so actually that was... Another interesting thing, you're actually writing the note in the medical record of the hospital. So that's a whole different level. <laughs> will you like, don't
1: sign it because... Yeah, you don't sign <laughs> it.
0: He, he Dr. Lomboy will look over it and make corrections and he may be um, very happy with your note. He may have some pretty steep uh, criticisms or critiques that he would like you to make and... So, I mean, it, it's all good. It's all good information. It's all good feedback because it's all stuff that you're going to be doing when you're in residency. It's all stuff that you're going to be doing as soon as you're a doctor. So, it's just an extra step in documentation. And when you go to the clinic, you do the same sort of thing. You're actually making orders and signing them. Those ones you actually sign, but he he ends up actually co-signing those. So Oh, okay. He's got his, uh, his
1: system set up differently.
0: Yeah, his system set up where like I, I'll type in... Whatever medication or whatever referral, or whatever lab order we want to get done, and I hit OK, and then he gets a little alert and he, you know, clicks it and or he'll print it and sign it. So it's quite a different experience, and it's just and it's very rapid fire. You you get a patient and he'll be like, okay, what's this patient here for? And and then after you see him, what do you want to do with this patient? What labs do you want to order? What imaging? And then he might even go, okay, we'll look up in the hospital record. What what do they have here? Look at this. Here's an EKG. What do you see? Like, and you're, you so you're just kind of, you know, constantly just kind of getting information and you're having to handle it. And I mean, it's a little overwhelming as a medical student because I guess I'm used to information coming at me in you world format. <laughs> so it's not as, um, scattered, uh, if you will, and not as rapid fire. And it's not as like, you need to answer this within the next couple of seconds because the silence is deafening sort of thing. And I'm not going to lie, I I didn't get everything right. Like I think today he... This wasn't a patient care thing, it was a presentation thing. He asked uh, which which cell line comes back first after chemotherapy. Is it red blood cells, white blood cells, or platelets? Red. No. No, I I I don't know, I guess guess. (laughs) white. I knew red blood cells have a certain period of time that they have to mature in the bone marrow before they get released. I picked white because... I know that sometimes in certain situations, white blood cells will be released from the bone marrow early and then they're blast cells essentially. But the actual answer is platelets. (laughs) (laughs) So like after chemotherapy, they do blood draws and they look for platelet levels to come up because those are the first things that come up after chemotherapy. So uh, maybe like, maybe not chemotherapy per se, but like bone marrow transplant, um, marrow suppression, anything like that. Well, if you do some sort of therapy that kills all the stem cells in your bone marrow, so either case that I don't get all my questions right. Um, I'm trying to give off the impression that I'm trying. I I am. I am honestly trying. (laughs) (laughs) But my fear has been with this rotation is that he will perceive me as somebody who isn't trying or just doesn't know anything and so I would rather try and make a mistake than just sit there in silence and never answer a question and give off the impression that I don't have a clue either way so it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I guess I try to manage a perception a certain way other people are going to try their own style what kind of fits in their wheelhouse uh, my partner was a lot is a lot more charismatic than I am, so he he can allow a little bit more of his charismatic uh, charm and skills to kind of shine through. and he's also very smart too. I don't want to put it off as like he's just <laughs> very charismatic. That's all he's got going. and he's he's smart as well. But it's been a very good rotation. I would definitely recommend it for anyone who is coming behind. I'm apparently not done with the rotation, though. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) He got voluntold to come back Monday and Tuesday.
0: When you get put on the spot, you know, and I know that you're online, because my next three weeks are going to be online technically, technically, because the second week of my online is going to be in cardiology. It's going to be kind of a crazy week.
1: Yeah, I am curious, though, because I was thinking about this like typically by now Eric would have taken more than one practice test. And I think you've only taken one yeah. and he passed the first one, but I am curious to see after this rotation, if he takes a practice, well, you will take another practice test, but oh, yeah. I am curious to see how high of a jump that's going to be. Cause normally you go in like small increments. Um, so I'm curious to see, and I, you probably will take, on Friday since you have a day off.
0: Well, Friday is kind of a wild card day because tomorrow I have the training for with the Medical Reserve of Georgia and Friday I'm supposed to get the part for the truck. Oh, that's right. So there's a possibility if it comes early enough, I can Start fixing my truck so that we can again have two vehicles and I won't have to coordinate with Karen on you know days I go in and do something (laughs) because you know we, we have speech therapy, Karen has other appointments that we need that need to be done so. And, of course, Karen has a life outside of (laughs) uh, my med school. uh, (laughs) So, like, she should have the freedom to be able to, you know, get up and go somewhere if she needs to. And as also there's the practical, like, what if the kids injure themselves and she needs to go to the hospital? Like, she can't just walk to the hospital. She has to have a vehicle. So, yeah. So, hopefully, Friday's a wild card. So, I think you're probably right that taking a practice test would make a lot of sense. Especially since so Monday, I'm s- supposed to come back to Dr. Lomboy's clinic and kind of, kind of transition the new group of students in. You know, with passwords, this is the flow of things. This is what you do, don't do. Kind of, some pointers and try to help them get acclimated. And I think I'll probably do that two, maybe three days. I might end up being four days. Uh, one of the days, so when Wednesday we have an appointment up in. Atlanta, So I think I'm just not going in that day. Yeah. I, I, I said as much to them, so they're not going to be surprised by that. Um, Tuesday, we have a few appointments going on, so hopefully that doesn't...
1: I, I've got income. childcare covered, so yeah. I can,
0: it,
1: it, Tuesday's fine. Well, as long as I Monday's have a, fine. a
0: working vehicle on Tuesday. Well, I can
1: always drop you off and then... That's there yeah we're, we're, we can figure out we <laughs> i've got all, it we i have can contingent. plan this apparently karen's <laughs> got this plan i don't i don't have a grip on anything uh
0: so like so that's what, you know all next week is i could be back in clinic at the same time i do have to be completing eye human cases i need to at least complete three and then sometime next week i need to remind dr jalad that i'm shadowing her <laughs> I think you should probably remind her Monday that you will see her next Monday. No, I don't want... No, that's too much time.
1: It's too much time?
0: Yeah, because she seems like the kind of person that, like, she needs... She needs advance notice, but, like, don't put it out in the future. Like, put it out in the, okay, in a few days, I'm going to see this guy. Not like in a week, I'm gonna see this guy. Like, there's a lot's gonna happen in this week. And I'm gonna forget about everything. <laughs> like, I'm gonna forget the e- the text message I got on Monday saying next Monday I'll see you. Like, but I will I will remember the text on Friday saying I'll see you on Monday.
1: Where and when? When and where do you want me? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Whereas, like on Monday, if I ask, it, "Where do you want to meet? Where do you want me to meet you next Monday?" she might be like, "I have no idea where I'm going to be at next Monday." Oh, see, I
1: just thought you'd, you you <laughs> could text her Monday, and then you could check in on Thursday or Friday know, to I see. I figured I'd just check in on Thursday, <laughs> on Friday,
0: and just keep it simple. Uh, you, don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to spam your that person doing you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there is such a thing as overcommunication. Uh, fair, fair. So it's going to be kind of a crazy week, and then I think...
1: That last week, thankfully, we don't have anything planned. Not how That's supposed to be Eric's study week. Actually (laughs) dedicated study time. So we're cutting it close on this one, but But, hopefully with all the
0: extra. Like What I've learned in Dr. Lomboy's office has been very helpful and very applicable to the shelf. So I am somewhat studying, but I, I, I think really the best studying in a lot of cases is doing questions and getting better at how things are worded and presented to you. But I don't think it's gonna hurt me too terribly much to be a few extra days with Dr. Lomboy and I'm not gonna necessarily be in the hot seat per se, but. Uh, and then one week with cardiology. I've heard you know once you've done a week with you know once you've done a rotation with Dr. Jalad. In cardiology, you've got it down. You're not going to be fooled by uh, the cardiology questions. We'll see if one week is one third of the worth of three weeks, but we'll see. You know, one, yeah. we'll just have to kind of see how it goes. And then, of course, one dedicated week of studying. It's going to be a wild next three weeks. And then I think then we start
1: I think then online it's spring
0: surgery. Break. And then somewhere in the middle of online surgery, we have spring break. Oh, okay. So part of this podcast is me just sharing the upcoming plans <laughs> and Karen learning about them. <laughs> I already knew this. It's all in the calendar. It, sure. sure. <laughs> and then I have, I think sometime end of April, I'm going to an internal medicine conference in Chicago. So we'll Yeah, we're going to have
1: to do our oldest son's birthday party early.
0: <sighs> I make me sound like a terrible father. No, you're not a terrible
1: like father. We'll just, I just need to make somehow make a pirate ship cake oh. early.
0: That was nothing that happened today. That was actually kind of neat. Uh, so, Yesterday we met, I forget his name, he, he's a radiologist techno- uh, technician or technologist who started with radiology in x-rays, Did moved up to ultrasounds and does echoes, uh, carotid artery, ultrasounds, all sorts of stuff. So that was what we did yesterday, got to see a lot of that stuff up close and he was describing what he was seeing, he was pointing things out and that was really interesting. Today, we didn't actually get to watch an EMG um, study, but um, we talked to the the doctor who was doing it, and he was you ex- know he explained the whole st- how you do EMG studies, and the r- rationales behind it, what you're looking for, you know what would what would be indicated if you found certain things, and it was all very interesting. But he was a really really sweet guy. He, um, he kind of at the end of it he stopped and was like okay so this is my advice to you guys i know you're just about ready to start residency and he's like you have to find some kind of balance because you can't be a great doctor and a terrible husband and a terrible father like you have to be there for your family and you have to be there you know you can't you can't be bad at one and good at the other like you can there's like there's plenty of doctors who do it there's plenty of doctors who are great doctors." Well known, but because they're such terrible fathers, their kids are crap. And he actually kind of said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> like the kids are like eh, miscreants, and it's like, oh man, ooh, uh, I. <laughs> and I think I mean that's why we do this podcast to a large extent because I we want to kind of always focus that Karen and the family are a big part of my medical journey, um, and that way I don't lose focus of. Because it's, it's easy sometimes to get wrapped up in the, the intrigue or the mystery of a lot of medical cases and patient care and how to grow your business, how to be a better doctor. And a lot of times in medicine, a lot of us medical types, we're really good at medicine. Like we're, we're very book smart on medicine. And so we kind of focus in on what we are good at. And we're also very competitive and so like, and very driven. A lot of medical types are very driven to be very good at medicine and family is a completely different animal. And <laughs> sometimes you you stay in your comfort wheelhouse. Like, I'm really good at medicine, so I'll just kind of be good at medicine. And this whole family thing... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets hard, I'll go back to medicine. Kind of... You, you know what I mean? Like You can hide in your work in a way. Yeah. And, and this is not true for just medicine. Like, this is true for... Any career. Any career. Like, we had a friend... Before I got into medical school, who uh, he adopted a, ch- a child, and he admitted later on, like I don't think his wife actually realized what was going on, but he was purposefully staying at work extra hours longer than he needed to because he was like i'm just overwhelmed at home at
1: the baby stage like yeah so not and And he he grew out of it he grew out of it he had a conversation with another like dad that had multiple kids and
0: he 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 figured he 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 figured it out (laughs) uh, but it was he was he was admitting that to us in our kind of our small group and it was I, I, so my whole point of bringing that up is that it, it happens. Like this is something that, especially maybe especially guys. I don't know if women have this issue as well. I don't know. It's it, it, family life can be terrifying <laughs> <laughs> and, and overwhelming. Like because it's not at, it's not very easy to raise no and kids and families. In and on
1: and, if we're being completely honest, there are days when like I text Eric and I'm like, it's been a bad day. Like it's it's been a bad day. And I'm going to need 15 minutes when I get home. And Eric gets home, goes to the restroom, puts all his books, his mm. book, bag and computer and everything down. In a safe spot. <laughs> in a safe spot. <laughs> and he gives me 15 minutes of just alone time in the bedroom. And he takes care of the kids for those 15 minutes because I just need space. Like, And it, it's fair. I mean, with anything, you can get overworked. You can get burnt out and being a parent is just as important of a job as being a doctor. I mean, I'm raising tiny humans. (laughs) I
0: mean, it is very important. So, so
1: I don't know, but Eric is a good dad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's taught our, ten,
1: our our son to trash talk oh, no. It came back to bite him in the butt tonight It was oh. pretty dang funny yeah,
0: Double thumbs down You
1: lose like, My
0: son does not know how to win grace, gracefully <laughs> Like he is just rub it in your face Kind of kid
1: It was pretty cute though oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> It was more cute Because like Eric's face was like What have I done <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I think last night I made some offhanded comment i think i was i just said see you later because i i used to say toodaloo uh because there's a line and um, he would
1: say toodaloo toilet in head because Bos- on it's, boss yeah. baby
0: there's like a lion toodaloo toilet head and and the kids have watched boss baby enough apparently that, that they just pick up on that no 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 they
1: picked up on daddy saying it <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i said see you later uh, yesterday because we were doing races and my oldest still like he knew that I was. I, maybe he knew I was trying to avoid the. The he at a toilet head. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, What have I done? <laughs> my son. Is they learn
1: just... all the things that you don't want them to, but. <laughs> and, oh, what did he say?
0: I. They were saying like uh, pass. It was what were they saying? No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. Like whenever there was like a bad option, I'm like, no, thank you, I'm good. And it's like, <laughs> when did they learn how to talk like this? Like, it's crazy. Um, and of course it, it's it's fun like they're at a, it's such a fun age because like Oliver our, our oldest and our, our second oldest are actually playing with each other a lot more and they're communicating back and forth and uh, they're collaborating to a large extent And that, that's kind of it's kind of cute to see and I'm sure that's going to get ruined in a few years when <laughs> <laughs> other things come up but it is fun, um, but it's fun it's a lot of fun but it is hard work and again the, the whole point of this podcast is essentially to try to keep things focused on the uh, kind of a good balance like I'm working I'm doing medicine right now I'm doing school to become a doctor but like I, my other part of my life is my family and you know you can't sacrifice your family for your career even if your career is you know as noble as saving people's lives or helping people get better and healthier and like oh well you know doesn't my 200 2,000 patients matter more than my four people back at home and no not not really <laughs> uh, there has to be kind of a, a good balance there where you can still provide for your family give them a good life and be present and you can still be a good doctor I think there is a there's a possibility to do both it's just I think sometimes it depends on what career options you either choose or what how you make your job work because there's certain jobs you pick up that are going to make you work harder and certain ones that are going to take you away from your family more often.
1: yeah yeah but I mean I think we still have a fairly decent balance. I mean this this Not rotation <laughs> this rotation has been a little bit um, more challenging in that when Eric comes home he spends time with the kids. The kids go to bed, we eat dinner, and then he goes right back to studying, which is, I mean, it was the norm when Eric was on the island and was getting near test time. But it normally Eric goes to school or he goes to his rotation and he studies away from home, and then when he's home, he's home. Um, so in that sense, this rotation was a little bit more difficult because Eric and I didn't have as much time to connect Sundays were our were our family day. They still were our still family are. day with this this rotation. We're trying to keep that as much as possible. I know with surgery, um, there's a there time. yeah. There's going to be some on call time. So I bet you surgery will probably be a little bit harder as well. But um, for the most part, we're trying to stick with the when you're home, you're home. Sundays are family days.
0: Right. Yeah. So. It's a struggle. We're trying to make it work. We're trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, nothing's nothing's really changed much. I mean, there are going to be some busier rotations, and then when it comes time to for match and for choosing what the career is, family work life balances is a factor and has been since the beginning. Yeah. So.
0: So I think all in all. This was a good rotation. This was a, a great rotation. Anyone considering internal, anyone who even thinks that they might want to do internal medicine should probably try to find a way to see Dr. Lomboy and spend some time with him because he does uh, outpatient internal medicine practice and inpatient internal medicine practice. He's not a hospitalist in the sense of what I did, you know, the three weeks prior, uh, but he is. he is very involved in his patient's care. And it's... It's a lot of work. He he definitely has a lot of things to consider and keep I don't know how he keeps half of the information in his head. <laughs> like he knows like off the top of his head which drugs are more expensive than others, which drugs have these which interactions and y- you do you do learn a lot of that pharmacology and but for me it takes me a few seconds to kind of get that and get that pulled up back in my head and go okay, there's that drug. What's what's familiar about that one? What should I be looking for? And he, he has it almost like on perfect recall and it's uh, very impressive but I think if you're considering internal medicine he's the guy to go to uh, he definitely his office is great his wife is great uh, everyone's very friendly uh, it, but he's gonna make you work <laughs> he's not gonna it's <laughs> not gonna make it too easy um, I think if there was any sort of emblematic phrase or thing that sets our three weeks apart from others is that the reoccurring theme was morphine. Like we always, and morphine was apparently curing everything. Like we talked about today, we talked about normalcytic anemia and sickle cell um, disease. And uh, especially regarding sickle cell crisis or (laughs) those sort of things and how, how painful those are. And like morphine, morphine cures everything. You know, it's like we talked about, um, Myocardial infar- infarctions and how morphine is used in that. And so, like, a reoccurring thing he kept kind of joking in tongue in cheek way is morphine, 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 everything morphine, morphine, and morphine and vapor rub. Oh, I should have probably pushed more on the vapor rub thing, but <laughs> I, I didn't get a good laugh at that the first time I did that. So, I, I wasn't sure <laughs> if I was going to keep trying it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: But, anyways, I think we'll have a good one next week uh, where we'll talk about the disaster relief
0: the training. M- MC, MCA, uh, MRC training.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that. And um, Eric will still be with Dr. Lomboy. Just as We
0: probably won't have... A help, so if, I don't if, know. If all goes to plan, we'll record <laughs> on Sunday.
1: Yeah, so we probably won't have any
0: of that. <laughs> so we won't have any, you know, week four, you know, three plus with Dr. Lomboy, we'll have just, what what else happened this week? And hopefully I will have my truck fixed and hopefully I will have taken (laughs) a practice exam and hopefully I would have gotten some questions done. You know, like high high, uh, high goals here. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. But um, in other news, Eric got his CV done. Oh, yeah. Got his CV done. His personal statement is mostly done.
0: Yeah, I have, um, I'm, I'm arranging my, I know it's weird to have a personal statement when it's mostly done, but I have like my opening paragraph and part of my closing one done, at least one of my middle paragraphs done. I think I just have one more, one more middle paragraph and one more and, and the finish the closing. So I, I have a kind of a vision of how I want the, <laughs> how I want the personal statement to read. I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to open with with a story, with a, with a thought and close with it, with my close conclusion. So I kind of, kind of know where the story is going to start and I know where it's going to end. I just need to fill in the middle.
1: Yeah. So, um, we are hoping to try and finish those sometime in the next week or so and get the last two applications out for, um, away rotations
0: Oh, I, I'm sure you saw it on the calendar. I just didn't tell you. No,
1: I saw Eric <laughs> also has a call with Dr. Zubro to talk about a okay, rotation. You saw that.
0: Yep. I didn't tell you. I was like, oh, I've just put this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he stuck it on sometime the other night while he was working on his presentation. And I was watching TV in the other room trying not to fall asleep on the couch. So <clears throat> all in all, we have some goals for the next few weeks. Uh, we, we will see if we can accomplish them with everything that's going on. And, yeah, Lovely. we hope to bring
0: you some extra content in the next couple weeks. We're, we'll eventually have some online time that is just dedicated online time, <laughs> which usually means a little bit more free time. Uh, again, like I said in the top of the show, I have somebody lined up to do one special episode I wanted to do. Uh, not the one that I think was recorded. Uh, I was requested to do just yet. I'm still working on that one. It's not as easy as you'd think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're working on
1: it. Yeah, we're working on a few and hoping to get some of those recorded in our um, online time. So that way, even if um, surgery is as crazy as this rotation has been, we can still get you a podcast somewhat on time. <laughs>
0: and Yeah, and I might I might be implementing... A system where I might just bring in random guests to talk about their weeks as well. Just to continue to add fun content. Yeah. Just like maybe bring Brandon back and maybe Joe back and just chat. Yeah. Not necessarily special, but just kind of rotating guests. And keep Karen here. <laughs> I have some working ideas. So anyway, we are going to wrap it up a little bit early. Not Not keep it too long.
1: Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, medfamilymd. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And if you want to hear something or have any special content, please let us know. We will work on it. It's not a guarantee, but we will definitely try.
0: Anything else, babe? Nope, that should do it. All right. Have a good week. Bye.